and you're going too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far All right, so let's, uh, I guess, jump in cold. And, uh, this is Holland Snokes. We're here for another week. We, uh, you probably just heard us recently, but it was probably like a month ago. And uh, Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. Oh, yeah. No, it's, we, we don't have any <laughs> any plan. We just, when, when the, uh, the world needs Holland Snokes, Holland Snokes is there for them. Yeah, we've been here for a loosely scattered, like, a set of random intervals over the years. Yep. Yeah, for over for five years, which is wild. There's actually a, a secret pattern to it that you can actually predict our exact release dates. Um, if any <laughs> fans figure out what it is, um, we we should actually call them flare ups <laughs> rather than, than episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They occur in times yeah. of high stress, you know. Exactly. They occur. They seem to occur in synchronicity with my actual flare-ups too. So that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how how about the bagels? Uh, you're hot. <laughs> yeah, dude. These games have been fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, no, but these fucking football games have been nuts these last two weekends. Yeah. No, I missed the end. I, I like saw that the game went into overtime. That's when my other other dog decided to uh it needed to go outside and they came back and that's when the puppy had the mess. So oh geez. <laughs> yeah, it's been a poopy couple of couple of minutes for you, huh? Yeah, just a couple of poopy minutes. Dealing with uh animal waste. We can can't it's not for the, the faint of heart. <laughs> Speaking of animal waste. Should we uh, talk about episodes two and three? Yeah. What? What's the trans? What's the that, segue I, there? I see the segue. Come on. There's. Wait. Is what episode is the? Uh, I guess we're doing spoilers at this point. What episode is the Rancor in? Uh, is that three or four? Episode. But maybe the fourth three? one actually. Episode. Oh, maybe it is the third one. Is That's it the third? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is the third one. Yeah. But what? Okay. Does it? I don't remember it. The, like taking a big shit or anything. Yeah, I think actually there was not a lot of animal waste in any. Of, I mean, the at some point there might have been. I don't know. Do bantha? It's implied. Eat? It's implied animal yeah. waste. You know. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, not the greatest segue, but I'll I'll allow it. Uh, it's acceptable. Uh yeah. So uh fucking episode two. Uh, I thought it was a banger. Uh, I don't know. Well, I I have a lot of thoughts about all of it, but what did you guys think? No, this uh, that this episode kind of like cemented this series for me because I wasn't like put off or or like super sucked into the first one, but after that second episode, I was like, all right, this is this is the show that I'm gonna wake up. This is worth getting up at three a.m. every day and watching that very first second because it's it's gotten better and better ever since. For in my in my opinion. Yeah, I've definitely heard a lot of people that like were a little bit colder on the first one, probably maybe enjoyed this one a little bit more, and then maybe you were cold or not on the third one, um, depending <laughs> on on your views on that. But uh, yeah, 
I don't know. It, it like, I think, I think it, for some people, like the flashbacks maybe are not like their favorite thing. I don't know. To me, that's been one of my favorite parts, getting all this extra right. kind of like Tuscan Raider stuff and, and getting to see kind of the, the motivation behind why yeah. Boba Fett wants to start this fucking crime empire instead of just being a bounty hunter still and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've actually enjoyed, I think I enjoy the flashbacks more than I enjoy the current, I guess the current timeline or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I, the best I way think to call that it. helped, that helped me like going into the second episode. Like I realized that the flashbacks are just as much as part of the story as the actual current day or current events of what, what Boba and uh, Fennec were doing. So like, it's almost like you're getting two series or two stories at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been a big fan of the flashback timeline, and I feel like honestly the biggest whiffs of the series, if they if they were there, were were in the contemporary timeline. But for me, that it's all balanced out by this is if for those of us in the in the Max Rebo community, this is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> like, and each time, they, I think they know it. Like it seems like they're winking and nodding more and more to us with every episode. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well okay you brought it up so can we talk about like his, maybe we talked about it last time and i just don't remember i think or maybe we, we just talked, talked about, about it in a chat did we talk about it in a chat in between just in a text maybe but like his weird fucked up um um what do you call it uh biology or like his fucking anatomy. limbs anatomy there you go yeah so i actually did a deep dive on this i think it might have been even in our last podcast where we started to bring it up and i brought up the action figure anatomy and stuff and i'm holding in front of me the the funko pop bobblehead and you know it's got a pretty i mean he's wearing like a basically a big diaper and he's got you know he's he's a biped he's bipedal and uh okay so he's like not behind the uh the little keyboard like right, he's, out, and he's whole... an exact replica of what my 19 you know 83 max rebo looks like as well but i guess i i, I read a, a deep dive journalism piece on this and basically okay what they said is that like uh you know while the concept art definitely did have him in this two-limb situation like the way that the puppet was modified over time meant that like uh you know basically by the time they were filming with him you actually can't really tell obviously one way or the other like it's pretty ambiguous and then um you know the kenner figurines basically interpreted this a different way and since that time it's been the biped sort of um elephant like you know rear end leg situation has been sort of mostly the the canon but then what's happened is some in recent years some folks have gone back and uh in official disney like there was an animated show at one point where max made a appearance and stuff and basically people keep uh sort of winking and nodding at the fact that this is, it's almost like an inside joke now where some people like to make, make it as if he has two legs. And then other times people are basically going with the precedent set by the action figures. So it's actually pretty much 
uh, up to the interpretation. And I honestly wonder whether this we might get, you know, an appearance later on in this show, whether it's this season or not. That's actually sort of engage re-engaging with this essentially open open topic. Well, you weren't fucking around when you said you really deep dived into it. I did, yeah. I guess that's what happens when you have a fucking professor look into some fucking goofy well, shit like that. And you're like, well, let me, you know? so let me fucking show you my fucking dissertation paper about <laughs> Max Rebo's fucking weird flappy limbs. It's way more interesting than anything I ever write otherwise. So. I mean, I believe that. But yeah, okay. So it's basically like what it sounds like is that it only ever had the weird because basically what what the puppet or the concept art or whatever is that like his quote unquote ears are actually like flapper fins more like a penguin and that his quote unquote hands or what we think are his hands are actually his fucking feet coming up from underneath the thing and playing the keyboard and that what you thought are his ears are actually his fucking flippers anyway so it sounds yeah, like actually, so that, i'll give i'll give one more piece and this is getting really but into but, it, so. but wait, i mean just ask a question though so it sounds like what you're saying is that that weird configuration was only ever a concept art like that was never the actual puppet necessarily built like that it was just like that was the original concept art maybe yeah i mean it well and i think basically they played around with the puppet a fair amount so uh jesus i hope not I mean, I think that the final puppet that showed showed up looked, you know, and I'm tr- I'm sitting here comparing what Max Rebo looks like in in Book of Boba Fett with like where where he was at in. He looks super weird and different too. Like he yeah. does not look like the same puppet. Also, here's another question: He was on the fucking sail barge when it exploded. So how so the fuck did he get home? Here's here's the thing I'm gonna say about if you look at like return of the jedi max it actually kind of looks like he's sitting on a cushion right and that he has these kind of haunch things that could be a shoulder blade but like could also be like legs essentially and that you're basically kind of looking at his his private area like in instead of his chest Oh, you know, I didn't it, need to know that. Uh, but that's definitely how it would be in the original concept art. I would say Return of the Jedi Max is ambiguous and unclear. New Max Rebo has definitely abandoned that approach. And uh, the final piece I wanted to say is that Max Max Rebo's... Um, let's see. There's, uh, there's like a name that's been given. Let's see. I, I got to pull it up. But basically, oh my God. you have fucking research documents you got to go through. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, <laughs> uh, there's, there's a, yeah, his, his. Sorry, hold on, I need to find this, this initial <laughs> name. I, oh my God. Go ahead. We'll, we'll come back to this, and I'll try. Yeah, to, let's. I don't, don't want to fuck it up. I think you're the only one who's disinterested in this topic. Yeah. <laughs> no, this, this is. This is key to get. We, got, we need to make sure this is 100% accurate, though. So, yeah, like, I mean, we wouldn't want diligence. to be putting, we wouldn't want podcasts out there putting out false information about shit, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
So, um, yes, the actual episode, other than Max Rebo's weird fucking uh, limb situation, is pretty good. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I really fucking enjoy just getting some of this, like, Star Wars underworld type of shit, like this, you know, crime lord stuff. We got to see in, like, Clone Wars a little bit. and But, like, as far as live action, you know, I know there was that rumored Star Wars underworld show many years ago, and it seems like we're maybe getting starting to get a little bit of that stuff. And I thought it was super fucking cool to see uh, the Huts show up in, like, the, the twins or whatever. I guess they're... Jabba the Hutt's cousins. I never got a clear yeah, that... <laughs> uh, understanding of what their names are other than just that they're the twins. But I thought it was fucking hilarious that they like <laughs> forced people to like drag them around on the fucking thing. Uh, even though like obviously hover technology exists and it would be way easier to, it's just like a flex, right? Just to be like, <laughs> fuck you. I have the power and the money to like <laughs> make these poor motherfuckers carry our fat asses around. And the guy, the fat, the brother literally uses like a hamster to like wipe the fucking sweat. It's yeah, like they're... a space hamster, obviously, but it's like <laughs> wriggling and squealing while he's like using it to wipe the fucking sweat off his nasty ass face. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm they're, here they're, for it. Yeah, they were like very effectively unsettling with those huts. Like the fact that they were kind of like wrapped around each other too. Yeah, it's super gross and like, <laughs> like weird and... <laughs> yeah and the sister like just whispers into his ear and has like the little fan like that's that's so gross but so so good at the same time i like i'm actually kind of that's one one of my my sore points with the show overall (laughs) but is like i feel like they've been they were underutilized i'm hoping for another appearance from them i feel like they have to come back and because like you said they kind of they bring them in in episode two, and then by episode three, they're like, all right, peace, see you later. Peace, bye, um, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, okay, speaking of that scene, though, another part of that that I really fucking loved, though, was getting to see uh, the dude from the comics, Black Kersantan, uh come in, the fucking badass Wookiee yeah. bounty hunter that, like, rolls in with them. I don't know if you guys have, like, I can't remember how much we've talked about like the, you know, this current Marvel era of comics and like how much you guys have read any of those or not. Yeah. Not very I some catching much. up to do on that. But. Yeah. I, I, initially I was into it, but I, I don't think I got to the point where I read a bit. Uh, Kersantan is his name. Yeah. Black Kersantan. Black Kersantan. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. I remember like when, when, uh, what do you call it? Disney, whatever took over. I, I bought every fucking comic from everything that came out for probably the first year and a half or almost two years. So like Darth Vader series, the Star Wars series, fucking like they did a couple like there was one like Shattered Empire, kind of a post Return of the Jedi thing. Uh, so like I I was reading a bunch of those and, and the Darth Vader series actually is some of my favorite stuff in the comics recently where. Um, I think it's actually in the very first issue of the Darth Vader series where Black Chrysanthemum shows up because Vader hires both uh, Boba Fett and Black Chrysanthemum to do a job for him. And so like they team up and work together a couple times, Boba Fett and, and the Wookiee team up a few times in the comic books. So it's cool to see that they're bringing some characters directly from 
don't know. It's like when they brought in Saw Gerrera into live action from the Clone Wars or whatever. It's cool. Or or like Cobb Vance from fucking Mando. He's a character exclusively from the the Aftermath books. So it's it's cool to see that there's that like extra layer of connectivity in in some of these things where uh like for most people if you haven't read those things it's like oh that's just an interesting looking character but uh it's it's definitely i dig the fact that they're bringing in characters like that and he's definitely one of the cooler characters i think from the comics another character that i think a lot of people are stoked about the potential of coming in from the comics is uh this lady called dr afra i don't know if you guys are familiar with that character at all no but so she, she's she's basically the Star Wars version of Indiana Jones. She's a, an archaeologist who just like runs around and like, you know, gets into fucking shenanigans and all kinds of like Darth Vader ends up recruiting her to like um, hunt down a bunch of like Sith artifacts for him, essentially. But then she said so then she ends up getting her whole own comic, Dr. Afro comic. Um, but her and and Black Crescenton team up quite a bit and work together quite a bit in the comic books. I think there's a lot of like ideas or or speculation that she might either show up in this series in live action or just in general in in some series or another. And she actually is pretty fun. She fucking tools around with like a murderous version of R2 and 3PO that's called like Triple Zero and fucking whatever the other one is. And they're basically like. Uh, a protocol droid and an astromech that have just been like turned into fucking like super weapon assassin droids. So they're kind of like HK 47 from the fucking old Republic games combined with like a C3PO. So they're pretty fucking entertaining. And I don't know. I, I think it, it, it's, I just, I just dig the fact that they're like deep, digging deep and, and bringing over some of those like lesser known characters from some of their expanded stuff that they've done in the last few years but I want to um, go on the record and just uh, urge you know the you know because I know that we have a number of people who listen to this show who end up making some important creative decisions at you know Disney Star Wars stuff oh obviously uh, so I really want to just I want to urge with with every fiber of my being for us to have a canon Star Wars archaeologist in a mainstream like film or television product. I think that I think we need Dr. Afra. We need some Star Wars archaeology to be happening um, more than anything else that we need in this season. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's a fair take, fair unbiased take from our resident archaeologist. So I wanted the, the, I, the thing that I was looking for that I wanted to say, and I didn't want to fuck it up is there's actually a, an animated show called Star Wars Adventures, right? That at some point has weighed in on the Max Rebo and the background for the Ortolans and whatever. And he has a brother, like a bad guy, criminal brother. And the name of the brother <laughs> is Azul Fantel, which is pretty obviously like a, like a reference to blue and then elephant, right? Fantastic. Oh, okay. Elephant. All right. All right. I wouldn't have put that together, but sure. So basically they're they're calling out the the idea that he's an elephant, right? Which would mean he has four yeah, he's a, yeah. four legs. And you know, it, well, there's also a Lego figure, right? That has a normal, you know, leg and arm 
situation. There's like a, there's quite a few, there's probably more evidence on the four leg than the two here. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll give you that, but I also like still like the argumentative part of me wants this, like are, are the fucking toys canon? Like our to- number of toy limbs. Does that, is that canon? But I'd, you know. I'd say no, based off of, you know, your lightsaber, your Mace Windu figure you have, Matt. So Wait, what? Don't you have the episode? Oh, number one of limbs. Win? <laughs> no, it's just oh. like blue to purple lightsabers. Oh, okay. I, I thought that was a he lost the limb no. joke. I'm, uh, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Because, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. The OG uh, episode one um, uh, figure does come with the blue lightsaber. Because he hadn't, because he hadn't ignited it yet at that point, and it wasn't until the second movie where he demanded that it be purple. So you're right. Mm. Oh, just because I can't see that image of the uh, the naked Max Rebo without the the keyboard in front of him, like I it, in my head canon, he's always going to have just two, two legs and the flappy arms. So, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, if if he actually has only two legs. It means that in the films, he's showing you like his taint area. Like, yeah, his, yeah. You know, which I mean, is look, it's, you know, upsetting if you. He's almost naked already. Like, he's basically yeah. already almost naked. So, like, also, like, Chewbacca is straight up just walking around hanging dong. So, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, where we get all of our. Again, it's like we're trying to apply our fucking. Uh, inner inner rim uh um you know moralizing to these fucking outer rim territories like yeah. you know i don't know yeah like i, I feel <laughs> like star wars like nudity is completely normalized i don't think that's an issue at all yeah well hey, we actually okay, don't so- know where the like you know the genitalia are for ortolans you know uh, that's another yeah another okay topic. all right i mean that's fair enough um, well, there's clearly, it's clearly there's some room for, you know, our, uh, uh, debate or argument about it, but okay. So yeah, they fucking, uh, all right. They find this assassin dude. They fucking get him to rat out the mayor. Right. And then they go to fucking confront the mayor. Right. But can we talk about something that is like hilarious, but also just painfully fucking ridiculous to me is, um, mayor McCheese. Anybody? His name is Mayor Mock Shais. Oh wow! Is Mayor is that a to something or Mayor Mock Shais? I... It sounds like a fucking like Scottish person <laughs> saying Mayor McCheese. But who's who's McCheese? Like Mayor is that a... Mayor McCheese from you know McDonald's? Like have you have? What? Are you from America? Like what did you that? grow up in America in the 90s? Do you not know who fucking Mayor McCheese is? No, I and don't. Grimace know. and the fucking Hamburglar? Like who are you? I am, I'm very are familiar. Even fucking related? But yeah, dude, yeah. like you don't Mayor know who McCheese. fucking Mayor McCheese is. Yeah, it's a big hamburger bud guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or You're he, in the his, fucking his, minority. His head, his head is a burger. Yeah. Like okay. Grimace, the big purple guy, the fucking Hamburglar, fucking yeah, Mayor but McCheese. I just no, I don't. I didn't think I ever had a name for these hamburger guys, bro. They, it's not whether or not <laughs> you had one? a name What's for the them. Bird they one? had names. Their names existed, whether or not you. Uh, fucking yeah, knew them. there's. A, I feel like there's an animated show too. I feel like I'm yeah, bro. Name. And there were toys, and there were fucking playground equipment at the McDonald's in the shape of those. Okay, things. this is actually pretty upsetting that this is that they did that to us. 
Yeah, dude. It's ma- and also, you could also kind of argue that an Ithorian's head looks a little bit like uh, Mayor McCheese's head, just a little bit. But again, it's 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 like so not even that subtle. Mayor McCheese, like but they're really just. I mean, he also is the like the worst, most obnoxious character. Like it, they're just hitting us over the head with it. You know, if it was like a yeah tucked in there somewhere i wouldn't really mind but and, like, and depending on they which made character, him, they made him get on a vespa and do a four mile per hour race no like no that wasn't that wasn't the mayor dude that wasn't that wasn't the mayor that was the mayor's <laughs> fucking secretary oh okay the mayor is the ithorian guy yeah okay yeah. That, he only shows up for a second he's cool actually yeah well mayor Although, what color is he what what color is he of clothing is he wearing i'm gonna look it up Mayor McCheese or Mayor Makshaiz? Makshaiz. I don't know what color it is, but the yeah, point it's is... Not, it's not like purple or anything here. Well, Grimace is the purple one, not Mayor McCheese. Wasn't he wearing like a purple suit? Yeah, it's I like, don't know, it's like but... a purple like coat. Yeah, he's wearing like with, purple like, and pants, yeah. Well, look, the, the color of his clothing is the least objectionable thing about his character. Uh, it's the fact that his name is fucking Mayor McCheese. God damn it, Robert Rodriguez. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Mayor, they roll up to Mayor McCheese's house and they have this guy and he's like, hey, your fucking guy has tried to kill me. And then they just immediately shoot him. And then they're like, oh yeah, um, I didn't send him. Those guys are sent probably by the huts. And then the fucking huts roll up and then they peace out. And then that's pretty much like all the current, the like quote unquote current era stuff from that episode. And then it goes back to yeah. the flashback where yeah, you get to right. see kind of Boba Fett training, you know, learning how to fight with his gaffy stick. And the, the timeline was a little bit muddy to me, but it's been kind of confirmed after the last couple of episodes and, and reading some stuff online that like, like Boba spent years with the Tuscans. Because this is five years after Return of the Jedi in the current timeline. So that basically he lived with them for like a couple of years. And it's not super clear, by the way, that that's all edited together and the way that it all fucking shakes out over the course of these episodes. But apparently that's pretty much how how it went down. Um, I liked all that stuff. I like, you know, kind of the, the, like I said, the extra stuff we get about the Tuscans and that like they actually have a fucking culture and society and they're not just like fucking you know savages like they're depicted in you know some of the the other entries or whatever but um yeah uh and then so you get uh the whole scene where he goes and steals the um the swoop bikes from the biker gang, which is at Tashi Station, apparently. That's been confirmed. It's like where he shows up and beats the shit out of those bikers. It's from a, actually, there's a deleted scene in A New Hope at Tashi Station where Luke rolls up and he meets Biggs and a couple of these other like friends of his. And that the other friends only appear in that scene. But anyway, those characters are the, like the guy and the girl that you see at the fucking Tashi Station who the bikers are fucking with or whatever. Um, and then he beats the shit out of them and steals their bikes and then trains them how to fucking ride them or whatever. And you get the whole big train heist sequence. I, I liked all that stuff. I, it's funny to me because after the first episode and kind of like how we were talking about how 
just people's different reactions and the internet freaking out. As I was watching that the first time, I was sitting there going, oh, man, people are going to fucking hate this. Like, the internet's going to be, like, hate this episode and say that it's such bullshit because they're spending all this time, like, on this flashback. And, and it's funny because, like, I enjoyed it, but then I was expecting, every like, the internet to just fucking rip it to shreds and then everyone, like, generally this episode, I feel like, had pretty dang positive reviews. Um I, I liked all that stuff. I thought it was a cool action scene. Definitely kind of like a throwback to some old fucking Western movies and, and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I Oh, yeah. And then you get his whole fucking crazy uh, uh, spice dream slash, you know, oh, yeah. fucking trip with the lizard up his nose. And then he goes on a fucking like, you know, spiritual journey to find the gaffy tree and make his own gaffy stick. And like, I thought that shit was all really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what did you guys think about the whole like train sequence and the whole like second half of the episode with all the flashback stuff? It was quality like space Western. I mean, they're, they're pretty much like a lot of the stuff they're just pulling straight out of like classic movies like Lawrence of the Ra- Lawrence of Arabia stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, I really enjoyed uh, Yeah, I really liked this episode start to finish pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was uh, between the, the train heist and like the, the whole dream sequence that I was just like smiling by the end of the, the episode. <laughs> like, it just, I, I guess like the lizard thing just caught me so off guard that I appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that. I've been liking those flashbacks more than the yeah. contemporary timeline. So, right, I've definitely heard some some people say that as well. But uh, I don't know. I think it's it's worked for me. Like as a device so far, it seems like it's gonna from you know where the next couple episodes go. That it's it it seems to be a temporary device. It's not gonna be throughout probably the whole season, but. I don't know. Uh, I've definitely liked it so far, and and I, I kind like of, I say like I kind of feel like in the contemporary timeline, the pacing is kind of really, really weird because they're cr- trying to cram a lot of stuff into a little bit of time. I kind of almost wish they separated out a little bit. Just give me a couple episodes of how he got to his meetup. With, yeah, um, I've heard Lauren, people say maybe. that too, right? Of like, if if you if they would have done it kind of in all in chronological order, versus like jumping back and forth. But I think there's the other interesting like counterpoint that I heard to that is, which is kind of true, is that um, if you did that and you only went chronologically, like that would put a bulk of all the action in the flashbacks, right? Because like. When you cut back and forth right now, currently for these first couple episodes, most of the actual action that's happening is in the flashbacks. Like, and so if it was cut together chronologically, I want it, it might be a little bit, the pacing might even be weirder because then once you get to the modern timeline, it's like there's a lot well, less, even there's even less going on because you're not jumping back. And, I don't know, right? It's I care for that. So then you go back to the writing. Then if you, if you're yeah, yeah, I'm not, way, I'm not, I'm so. not. <laughs> just an interesting uh counterpoint that i heard somebody make but i don't know for me i definitely like this one a lot i i think i would give this one like an eight and a half or a nine out of ten i think it does a lot of cool 
lore building and also adding a lot of interesting motivation for for Boba Fett kind of going forward. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'd give it an eight and a half or a nine probably for me. I'm probably at a eight or eight and a half. I mean, I definitely it's been one of my favorites of this of this uh, season so far, and uh, I definitely I rewatched. It's the one other than. Uh, in the first part of the season, it's the one I've rewatched the most. So, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I think I gave the first episode a pretty low score, like a six or something. But now this is definitely an eight in my mind. Like it's, it's definitely not like the best Star Wars t- television or Disney Plus show I've ever seen, but it definitely like got me hooked into the uh, the what I'm what I'm watching with the Book of Boba Fett. I'd say for me, it's probably about a six and a half or seven. I definitely am not, not, I wasn't super sold on Boba Fett by this, like this episode. It, it reversed it for me a little bit. Oh, it's interesting. But, yeah. I think overall so far, this kind of explained it to some people. Like, I feel like the Mandalorian was like John Favreau's passion project. And this just seems like the project somebody handed him. Maybe. But... Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, I think, I don't know. I, I'm, I guess it's like, I, I'm trying to reserve my my ultimate judgment about how i feel about this series until we see the last couple episodes because i feel like already so far even like i had a lot of feelings about the third episode but then the fourth and the fifth episode i think even in retrospect like now seeing where things are going a little bit more i have less or I guess I'd say I have slightly more appreciation for things even earlier in the season that I was like, what the fuck is that? What, See, what um, I think is happening kinda, is they're, oh. they're, uh, I think like there's a lot more latitude being given to sort of uh, rolling the dice on creating new things that are like not necessarily core story elements. So like, I mean, we might as well dive straight into the, the third episode right and well we yeah i mean we and yeah that, we right? can we can dive into i i think i think well like something you just touched on though it's like the the freedom and the creativity and whatever it's like something with like mandalorian it's a new character so you can you can't fuck up somebody's perception of what that character is supposed to be right it's like you mm. that character basically has taken over the mantle of what boba fett used to be right the like the badass bounty hunter who, you know, never shows his face and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's basically taken that sort of mantle of being the new Boba Fett, but without any of the kind of baggage of having to live up to what people think Boba Fett should or shouldn't be. So I think that's kind of this interesting territory right now where it's like, people have a lot of opinions about Boba Fett and what he should or shouldn't do and what he should or shouldn't say. And if he should or shouldn't fucking take his helmet off and this, that, and the other. So I think they just, by, by nature of, of the character that they're using for this show have to be like, they're just a lot more, there's going to be a lot more strong reactions from people because it's, it's one of these legacy characters that people have loved for four decades. And so when, 
even something is slightly different than that they decided it should be in their head. And I'm not saying that that's the reason you guys do or don't like it, right? But I, I know a lot of people on the internet have been fucking having some hot takes raging about Boba Fett. And I think it's it's sometimes because they, you know, it's like, oh, it should have been this or it should have been that. That's a separate discussion from is the writing good? Should the story have been different or whatever versus, oh, they're just ruining the character. I don't, I'm, that's not what yeah. I mean about any of the, of what you I guys are saying think... at all. But it, it is just interesting to, I think they're a lot more, hamstrung but why by what they're able to do just for because it's one that people are so i actually think my my score and appreciation of the second episode would actually have been better if it weren't for the third episode and i actually don't know what people are saying online i yeah let's talk about the third one though it's 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 like it's pretty fucking it's out there so yeah let's talk about the third one i I don't know that's the thing i i don't remember hating the third one what I think I need a refresher of like what, what oh, happened. For me, so. it's the fucking, it's the bike kids. I mean, hey, oh, it's okay. the bike kids. I think that was one of the worst like chase scenes I've seen in yeah, like a long yeah, time. Yeah. It was just like boring. Like I was like Slow. on my phone. What's the name yeah. of the character that I blamed for being Mayor McCheese, but is not? What's that guy? Oh, um, uh, I can't, I don't know his name, but he's the, he's the major domo or whatever of, to the, he's like the, he's the doorman the for the, for the lady who runs the, the, the cantina where no no he's the assistant to the mayor yeah he's like the guy that that schedules his appointments and whatnot yeah 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 yeah. but so that guy he's actually fucking hilarious you you ever seen the show veep he's in that show and he's he's a fucking really funny actor but so like okay so i rewatched the third one and i guess what i would say is that i would give the first 30 minutes of that episode like an eight or an eight and a half out of ten and i would give the last five minutes like a four or a five out of ten um yeah that's like, how i felt as well like it's like really like, watching it's like actually it's not the worst episode it's like okay starts out the fucking uh the guy from um dodgeball and office space shows up and he's like hey these yeah. motherfuckers are stealing my water and can you go like go deal with them and, you know, it's like, I kind of get what they're trying to do. They're like, oh, these guys are like cyberpunk, like uh, whatever. And apparently, I, like, their yeah. fucking scooters are based off of, like, some fucking shit from the 60s that George Lucas was in. I don't know, whatever. But, like, <laughs> it, like you said, it's not even so much the look of the speeders or the look of the characters. It was just the execution of that fucking scene where it's like, first of all, I'm going, why the fuck is Boba Fett not using his jetpack? Like, he's just going to stand there and watch these fucking idiots on their little slow-ass scooters. And then it was just, it was just, like you said, the execution, the pacing, the editing. It was like a parody of a chase scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if that chase scene would have gone on for, like, four or five cuts and they would have gone around one or two corners and then crashed, I don't think anybody would have had a huge problem with it. But I think it's the fact that it just went on and on and on. And then it just kept being fucking lamer and lamer. And they're all doing their like go-go gadget fucking devices. Yeah. And, yeah, they're like the freaking Teen Titans or the Power Rangers. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel like they didn't really fit. Like, like you, you give me those kids and those scooters like on Narshada or some, some yeah. sort of more cyberpunk style. 
Yeah, like, they just didn't make sense that they were on this desert planet, and that's what they're gonna fucking do. Put all these right. I th- yeah, they don't, bright colors. I, they don't I, I think like the reason they put them in that situation is so that later when you have the flashback of of Boba Fett and Fennec, there's like that context for like oh for someone for oh. him to take her to to get yeah. repaired also, and all that. Type also of hate that scene so much. <laughs> yeah, like sure, whatever. I but to me it's like all right that that one was a little more forgivable. I think the thing that I, I remember I said this to Will the other day when we were talking about it, it's like to me those characters feel like something from one of the Marvel comics, like from this recent like era. But it and it feels like something that should have been left in the comics because it <laughs> they just kind of remind they remind me a lot of the the characters from that Resistance show or uh, is that what it was called? Yeah, Star Wars. They're like the speeder yeah. bike racer guys and yeah, right. And like, look, I don't know. I, I like that show for what it was, but it was a kids' cartoon. Whereas, like, this is this is definitely not that. And I think, yeah, I, I guess for me, it's one of those where like, okay, I get what you're going for kind of a little bit but it just it just didn't fucking land for me and for most people that i've i've heard and talked to and like i think this is what i mean where i think he's got i think there's a little bit looser chain on this on this show than on mandalorian because like i would have thought that like Favreau or Filoni would kind of step in and be like, bro, we got to fix. John Favreau wrote these though. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, like that's the thing. So the implementation like... of the speeder bike scene, you know, you would think somebody yeah. would be a step and be like, this show, this episode is awesome. But like, we really I would have agree, to... but it didn't like, it didn't happen. You know what I mean? It, yeah. and, and I think it's like, I've heard, you know, maybe, maybe some of the budget from some of the later episodes got eaten up. And so that, you know, this, this, one had we to have take to make this episode stick. go five minutes longer when you- <laughs> but, I, but i think that's the thing it's like instead of doing that i think it would have been way better to just say like if it was because of budgetary reasons like hey just fucking like just make this a super short chase scene because this guy is obviously a fucking bumbling idiot why would he be able to like evade these motherfuckers for like a long time like and it just makes them seem incompetent by the fact yeah, that they can't catch him. Sure. And it's like a slow ass <laughs> fucking slow. I was waiting for them to like combine their Vespas into like a Zord of Voltron. Yeah, exactly. But 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 I think the other thing, it's like I don't know. It just it felt silly and it, it felt more like that that scene felt felt more like a, a little like run through of a gallery of references of like ooh hey here's this fucking rickshaw thing from attack of the clones ooh hey here's the fucking it was just like they were going past a million different little like ooh hey oh here's this thing from that it's like just fucking cut all that shit we don't need to fucking have them drive through a fucking concept painting from ralph mccord it's like it's yeah, like that i don't know I, that shit like just went on it was a little too on the nose for me and and i just I think most people in that scene are like, yo, Boba Fett could have fucking jetted in two seconds to like catch up with that dude and fucking land on his shit and like crash it, whatever. And like, it's fine. You can make the argument that like he's trying to fucking see what these kids are made of and you know, whatever. But I would also argue that he saw what they were made of in the fucking earlier part where the Wookiee shows up and fucking drags his his ass out of the back to tank and starts trying to beat the shit out of him 
and they all like jump in and yeah, I, I didn't that even hate the, really cool. I didn't even hate the Spice Girls guys then, you know, like they were No, just, I think that's the thing. It's like I, I think that fight that scene was cool enough and and like, you know, I I enjoyed literally most of this episode. I think this the part where the the huts show up with fucking uh Danny Trejo yeah. and the rain yeah. like I thought that well, shit was cool. Okay, all right. Like, so this is the episode I I do like I, I remember being so ecstatic for the fact that the Raycor came back or like there was a Raycor involved and then Danny Trejo. Yeah. Which yeah, was I think it Danny just Trejo. better leads to us our our theory of the Spy Kids universe. Yes. This, this, yo, so I I wrote a note. I wrote a note saying that says Spy Kids <laughs> for that exact reason because it's like Robert Rodriguez, Danny Trejo, it's all coming to fucking fruition now. Yeah, like yeah. obviously, like thumb thumb, Praetorian guards are thumb thumb. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we need to get like some credit in like this the creation of this episode because I yeah, like we we predict this is like five years ago. Well, I, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> clear that Robert three. Rodriguez listens to our podcast. Our yeah, yeah, I mean, well, obvious. Obvious. yeah. So I'm gonna does. say this. I mean, I think like. I think that everybody has a bad game once in a while, but R- R- Robbie Rod is probably going to ride the bench for a little while here. <laughs> it's just like, uh, what, I think of this episode. Yeah. This episode means, you know, we're going to try someone else out in the third quarter here, Robert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, okay, look, look, it's like, I would also say that, that like Robert Rodriguez is also the one who directed the fucking Boba Fett episode of the Mandalorian season two, where he rocks in and just fucks everyone's world up. So like, he clearly... said, we're not trading him. We're not, you know, we're not cutting his contract, but we're going to, re- yeah. we're going to, uh, we're going to bench him for half a game here. All right. But, but no, fair enough. I think that's just part of his rage though. Cause he does spy kids and he also does like, uh, what, doesn't he do some like uh crazy, like slash, like what, what are some of his movies? Like fucking um, once upon Desperado and yeah, bunch of fucking like he did. Oh yeah, he did play. He did play at Terror Grindhouse. Like he does like exploitation movies and then kids like movies. Like it's it's he did Sin City. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, he clearly knows how to do action. I think that's why it was like kind of weirdly just a little bit like yeah, what what the fuck was that like like. You feeling all right, Robbie? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I have a lot of, between John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Robert Rodriguez, like, I have a lot of faith in those people as storytellers and filmmakers. This episode would have been like, great as an animated episode, direct, like, with the same content. Just- that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It, like, it literally, those characters felt like characters from either Rebels or from a comic yeah. book, or like, it, it just. And wow. and and those characters are like there's a character in the comics called Silo Four who is literally one of these dudes like not from the same group but like he's like a human who has like a a cybernetic eye and he's modded out to like look like these dudes so like it it just felt like something that didn't translate and maybe if they had made those speeders go fucking twice as fast or whatever I don't know but then they couldn't have drug it out for as long because because <laughs> they would have caught him in fucking two blocks so I don't know it's it just. I think that's the thing. It's I, I when I went back and rewatched it genuinely, like the first 30 minutes of the episode, when you get you know, you get the stuff at the beginning, uh, and then he goes it was out like half Mandalorian and, and half Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. It was just kind of a little bit too silly for me. I think um George Lucas probably loved it, but there you know, I I, I yeah. didn't love it as much. I did I did kind of like the stuff that they added with the like the rancors about like 
them being more fucking emotionally complex beings and and like <laughs> uh, to like you know the first person they see or something like that. Yeah, this yeah, is the well, way yeah. I am with the archaeologists. You are with the rank. No, literally, because I've seen all these things online about people like making comparisons between like rancors and pit bulls, and that like as far as them being like these really misunderstood animals that get used for fighting, but that like most of the time they're actually really fucking sweet and and you know peaceful and loving animals. If as when they're not being fucking tortured into fighting. And like, I don't know, I thought that shit was really interesting and and cool. And I think it's pretty obvious that we're going to see Boba Fett riding a Rancor, hopefully Mm -hmm. by the end of this season. Uh, There was like this thing in one of the earlier episodes about uh, the the Twi'lek lady is like, oh, you didn't fucking get carried into town on your thing. And then later we see the fucking the, the huts get carried into town on their thing. I have I have a feeling that one of these episodes, Boba Fett's gonna fucking rock up, roll into town, oh, riding yeah. his rancor, and that's gonna be his fucking thing that he gets carried on. Because I think that would be rad as fuck. But yeah, I don't know. It's like I, there's a lot of stuff in the episode. Yeah. It definitely lays the groundwork for the future of of you know kind of Black Crescenton potentially teaming up with Boba Fett. Um, and and yeah, I, there there's stuff in this episode that I definitely like a lot, but the the very end of it was just like, oh Jesus, you guys, like what the fuck was that? But yeah. Will said something to me the other day too. It's like, uh, it's like yeah, it feels good to make fun of Star Wars again. <laughs> like <laughs> like I love most of what's happened so far. I'm not a fucking just to complete like shill. I'm not just gonna like oh everything's fucking amazing and never they never make a mistake. But like. When it's fucking silly, I feel like it's fair to be like, oh, that was fucking goofy as fuck. Like, <laughs> but it did ruin your childhood. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It definitely ruined my childhood. Boba Fett's over. I actually changed my dog's name. He's no longer Boba Fett anymore. Um, I changed his name to Jeremy Bullock because the OG trilogy is the only his real name is, Boba Fett. Not my, not my Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, his name is Mayor McCheese. Um, I yeah, think- I don't know. I think besides the chase scene, which uh, I don't like, but I, I think too, and this might be redeemed later on, but like, I hate, I felt like the Wookiee and the Huts between episode two and three were just like wasted. Like they started this line uh, and then they just at the end, they're just like, we're leaving. And he's like, I'll free you. And it's just. Well, I mean, obviously we know that, that the Wookiee is not gone for the season. Like we know that right. he's, yeah, he, as he, from uh, future episodes, he sticks around and is going to be relevant. And I have to assume that that's going to be true about the huts as well. I, I don't know why you would take all that time and effort to bring them in and then just have them fucking peace the fuck out and never come back. Yeah. So this but, but yeah, I guy is so cool as to almost in my mind, completely obliterate the memory of the spy kids. Like, he is. I have. Whoa! I don't know if what the fuck are you? What are you? Oh, you mean you're calling those kids? Hey, let's not denigrate the actual spy kids by comparing. <laughs> the, uh, you're saying that the biker gang was the spy kid. The I was like, Titans. I thought you were talking shit about the actual spy kids movies for a second. I was like, you yeah. bite your fucking tongue. No, no I, I actually feel we should call them kids. the scooter kids too. I feel <laughs> yeah. like you, you're rooting yeah. for the biker gang. So yeah, yeah, scooter, <laughs> scooter, scooter kids. Yeah, have around, uh, the have around crew. Yeah, but <laughs> but don't don't around. besmirch the good name of Spy Kids by comparing the two. The Planeteers. 
There you go. Yes. Actually, that's exactly <laughs> what they are. Yeah, I feel uh, like what were you saying? Is so cool as to I all like I immediately started wondering, like, okay, can I buy an action figure of this dude? Like he's yeah. far and away like the coolest character you should check out the comics that he's into because he's a pretty fucking badass character he has he's got these like he he's he was kidnapped by trandoshans slavers and then like had they injected fucking metal under his knuckles so he has like fucking uh built-in brat like brass knuckles into his hands basically and then he has those electrified fucking knuckle dusters that with the spikes that he wears on top but like his actual knuckle bones are covered in metal on the inside so he's gonna show up in the kenobi show i mean maybe according so maybe so that's the thing so so in in it's one of those because it's like it's already been covered and shown in a form of canon by the comic books where like so you see he has a big scar above one of his eyes, and that's from Obi-Wan's lightsaber from the comics where in between Revenge of the Sith and, and A New Hope, uh, Kersantan is like hunting down somebody on Tatooine for whatever reason. Maybe, I think Kersantan's like, maybe it's something to do with the Lars family. I can't remember exactly. Um, but basically, he uh, Obi-Wan shows up to protect them and then he gets in a big fucking fight. So yeah, it'd be rad as fuck if we get to see uh, see that actual fight in, in live action in the Obi-Wan show. Um, Cause yeah, that would, that would fit with the timeline of, of, of like when that show is set. Yeah. Does he have the scar in, uh, in Boba Fett? In Book of Boba Fett. Boba yeah. Fett. yeah. Okay. That's right. probably, that's probably like, you know 10 15 years after the after he fought obi-wan gotcha um but yeah it's like i don't know it's one of these weird ones for me where if if i could rank the first 30 minutes of the episode i'd probably give it an eight and just the last five minutes i'd give it a four i'd probably put that together to give it like i don't know a seven seven and a half maybe like it's Definitely, this is the 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 low point for me of the season. Really, only because of how it ends. Like, I think there's a lot of good stuff in this episode, but it just yeah. I wouldn't it, I it, wouldn't be it, hating on the the uh, Planeteer crew as much if if I didn't have to watch the final chase scene. Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing for me too is that like if we were doing this review, if if like all we had seen up to this point was the third episode. I might even be lower on giving it a lower score and, and being more pissed off. Like knowing what comes in the next two episodes, I think has is like, oh, okay, this is, it, it gets, it keeps getting cooler and cooler in my opinion. And, and there's continuing to be more and more shit that I'm, I'm excited about from the, the next couple episodes. So I think it's probably helped my, my opinion looking back. And when I, like I said, when I went back and watched it, I, I didn't hate it quite as much. It's just, like what the fuck is the last few minutes? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give this one a probably a six and a half, just because. I mean, I was rolling like like you. I was rolling at like an eight and a half, and then I I basically laughed away the the entire yeah. the episode. It doesn't. I I also this episode made me sort of unsubscribe from reddit star wars for a while because i also am really tired of people's overt like hatred about it like it's funny and it's bad but like 
I'm, I'm annoyed. Once again, I'm annoyed at the easily triggered Star Wars fan base. So I give it a six and a half, but uh, only because I know it's bracketed by really, really good scores. So I, I, I'm actually going to stick with an eight. I, I like this episode. I wasn't super turned off by the whole biker gang chase. I, I guess it, I thought it was kind of comical in a way. Like I, I kind of reminded me of like the 21 Jump Street chase. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I so like I, I don't know. I, I still liked it. It did uh I didn't realize like there was such a negative opinion about Yeah, the, people uh, were fucking pissed off about it, bro. That people were <laughs> out there having hot takes all left, right, yeah, and center I, about it. I, I guess I can see that, but at the same time, like I don't know. I uh it I don't think it's something super offensive to go on uh Twitter tirades on. Right. You're a very poor Star Wars fan if you can't be. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what the fuck? You're supposed race. to be mad about it and want to burn everything down. And <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is an SJW. Yep. I guess I have to uh, turn in my uh, Star Wars fandom card. <laughs> yeah, bro. Turn in your badge and your gun. <laughs> I think for me, I'm going to give it like a solid four. <laughs> this because like this ep- when I when I finish this episode, <laughs> right? That probably is the lowest rating a show has ever received. Oh so. yeah, I easily. Yeah. I, I, I like I left this episode after watching that, and I was just like, uh, like it. And I ended up getting COVID the next week, but like this. This episode, I was just like, you know what? I I actually don't even care to like watch the next one right away. Like I was, I was like done with the show, but it definitely lowered its priority. <laughs> well, I think one thing that I most people that I've talked to about this the show that most of people can agree on one way or another is that it's been fairly all over the place yeah. in terms of uh yeah i mean yeah it's it's definitely kind of up and down kind of hit or miss and definitely some uh some interesting choices yeah. so far but even even like okay like i really like the fourth and fifth episodes but even like the fifth one as much as i enjoyed it was very different than what i expected like it 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 like in terms of where it took the story and and yeah everything so it's it's been very interesting to see kind of how it's all played out but i don't know i'm excited to see where it's gonna go and and i think like i said i've i i'm gonna reserve any any final judgment until the the end of the season and and i think you know there's potential that we're gonna get some pretty fucking exciting and interesting cameos and and i i have to assume Based on on knowing Dave Filoni and and John Favreau and Robert Rodriguez and the type of shit they like to do, that that I feel like potentially you're going to get some pretty fucking crazy, exciting action set pieces in the last couple episodes as well. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm stoked. It's I, I I love just fucking goofing about it and talking about it, even when it is fucking silly as fuck and like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think this year is going to be crazy, man. Like we're going to be getting so much, so much fucking content. Like we're going to be getting yeah. fucking Obi-Wan show and Ahsoka show and the fucking Andor show. And it's just going to yeah. keep fucking cranking up. And, and I, I actually I'm, feel I'm like, like 
it's just my opinion. I feel like I might enjoy this show more if it, if some of those shows came out in between. So I just feel like, I don't know, I really like The Mandalorian so much, especially season two, and then it went right to this. Like, kind right. of very similar, similar space, I guess. Yeah, especially because yeah, you had the, why... like, the extra couple months in between the, uh, the series, because like, I think right. it was October that Mandalorian usually comes out. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit later. Yeah. But I think, I, from what I gather, and from what it's set up and what we've seen so far, that like, we're basically going to be getting like a little like um, what would you call it? Disney plus verse or Mando verse, like all these shows that are going to be coming out, save for obviously and or it's set in a different timeline. But like but they're the Obi-Wan or Jesus fucking Christ, the uh, the the Mandalorian, Boba Fett and Ahsoka are all going to be intertwining and crossing over with each other. And then there's obviously the whole like you know, leading up to some big team up event, whether it's a movie or a series or whatever. Um, so I, I think it's going to be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how much connective tissue there is between those things. And, and it'll be interesting to like, look back in six months from now and, and see if, if, yeah, if any, if anybody's opinions about this show have changed once we kind of like see where it's going and where it ends up, because, like I was saying, but in the last time we talked, that I think kind of this this point in the season of Mando season two, we had not been Boba Fett hadn't shown up, Ahsoka had just shown up, Luke hadn't shown up. So like the stuff that we got that we were like not even expecting. So it'll be it, I I couldn't have fucking dreamed or guessed or wished for or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see you know how many of those things like what the fuck we're sitting here talking about in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm stoked. I definitely love this. We better we better find a time to talk about the next couple episodes because there's a lot to speculate on on that. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe next week we could try to hit um four and five since we did two and three this week. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Which is better. I have much better opinions of those. I like your opinion. Of, I like your opinion about this a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I really want no. We, we bring out of like Chris with a a really disappointed like face. So kind of like that one Ben Affleck face, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sad Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we need so more of that. Like, we need like some like con- controversy or like uh yeah. debate talk. It's boring when we fucking some agree debate. on everything. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's way more interesting to to have a a, a lively discussion when everybody, hey, yeah, people have different opinions. So, yeah. all right, boys. I'm just well, fucking excited that we have so much shit to talk about. No kidding. The time to be alive. Oh yeah. I guess uh, right. we'll close it up now. And, uh, hopefully next hits. <laughs> As soon as we can, we'll get the uh, the next two episodes out for you guys. Fuck yeah. Until next All right. time, tell us. See you guys. All right.